listening to the Tell It Like T.I. is So, um, I grew up in a, in a town called Rocky Mount, North Carolina. Rocky Mount is one of those North Carolina cities where it's like, you're not country, but you're not city either. It's like we have a mixture of both. Maybe it could be because there's a lot of northerners that will move down to North Carolina and, you know, they would try to bring their influence into the city, but that really didn't work. So I'm thinking about this one time where I was grounded. Yeah, because we used to, that was a thing back then. When you do something and you get in trouble and your mother say you can't go outside, you can't watch TV, you can't play Nintendo, Sega Genesis or whatever you had back then, just couldn't do it. You was you was restricted. But I had this one loophole to that is that every Sunday I would ask my mother if I can go to church because you can't say no to God. Who going to say no to God? So I was like, yep, that's that's it. So. I was like, mommy, can I go to church? And she was like, okay, go ahead. And I was like, and then she'd give me some money to put in the, um, to give to the church, you know, the little collection basket or whatever. So I remember me and a few of my friends, as we went to church, we went inside for a good five minutes. And then we left out and we went across the street to uh, this, this store that used to be called Honolulu. And if you know, if you from Rocky Mountain and you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you was, uh, if you was around back in those days and the church was Ebenezer Baptist church. So we'll leave church, go over to Honolulu and take the money that was supposed to be for the church and buy snacks. And so it's like, you get a jungle juice or some hot fries, jungle juice and a pickle, something, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like $2 went a long way back then. And then what we'll do is we'll go back to the church because the church had like this little playground outside and we would just like hang out around there because I ain't really want to go to church. I just wanted to go outside. <laughs> so, um, that's what we did. And I think one time my mother caught on to it. I think somebody probably seen us out walking around when we were supposed to be in church. And that shut that down. So the only time I was going to church is if I was going to church with somebody grown. But yeah, but that wasn't the only thing we used to do. Matter of fact, I don't know if anybody heard this rumor before, but it was rumored that the pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church would... But nah, you know what? I ain't going to even go there. I ain't going to say that because I don't want to start no drama. Y'all just forget I said what I said. But yeah, but back then I used to live on this uh, street. It was South Howell Street. It was on the corner between another street. Can't remember the other street. And we had like the corner yard. And in our backyard, we had a um, this basketball goal that makeshift basketball goal that we attached to the side of the garage and that's what um you know what I'm saying people that was in in my neighborhood they would come and play basketball or whatever we just out there playing basketball and it was it was a I now I understand when my parents or people a little bit older I, I, I finally understand when they say it was a simpler time back then because back then, the worst thing we really had to worry about was somebody stealing your bike if you went in the house and left it outside. 
But yeah. But nowadays it's just crazy, man. It's like you really don't know you really don't know what's gonna happen with these with kids because kids aren't kids anymore. Back then, shoot, man, we used to go to Buckland or Park. We used to uh, man, we just used to we just had a we had a, a we had a great time back in those days. That's all I can say. Early to mid nineties, that's what's up. But then it's like the later years in the nineties, that's around like the high school years and you know, you start doing you start thinking about your future around that time. <laughs> and um speaking of which and it used to be to where if you were in, if you were a um a junior that that you had to take the ASVAP test for the military. And it was just it was automatic. It's like you had to take it. There was no getting out of it. And so I remember taking the ASVAP test and I was so mad that I had to take it and that I I filled in the letters Abacadabra all the way down throughout the whole thing. The guy next to me was drawing smiley faces with the bubbles. And then it's there's somebody else. They was just randomly just answering stuff, man. I really didn't take it serious. And come to find out, I actually qualified for the military. Being funny. But, yeah. Oh, man. I remember I had this homeboy, Ahmad. God rest his soul, man. This was my boy, man. We used to play go-go sitting out on the porch. And I'd just be cranking all the go-go that I got from the summer when I went to stay with my father for the summer up in uh, Maryland. And we just had to go go playing. We'll walk down the street, and go go just cranking. People got on my people. It's like they they said I was getting on their nerves. <laughs> it's all you all you play is that go go. That's all you listen to. Damn right, that's all I listen to. Shoot, man, go go was so serious to me that one one summer, I talked to my father. And he said, "Hey, I sent you some money. Uh, you know, saying you can go pick it up." And I was like, okay, bet. So I go to Piggly Wiggly and because the money was in my name and I go get this money. And I was like, it was like a few hundred dollars. I'm like, okay. I got some money in my pocket. So first thing we did, me and Ahmad, we um we walked downtown because we had to walk. And um I went and bought a set of bongos. <laughs> and me and him, we would just take turns playing them bongos thinking that Thinking that we played for junkyard or any or NEG or something like that. Well, that was good days, man. And to this day, and then my mother found out that I had the money. Cause she was like, Where you get that from? I said, My father said he sent me some money. And she was like, Boy, that money won't for you. That money was child support. Give me that money. So I had to give her the rest of the money, man. I think I had like at least about four, five hundred dollars. I was like, man. Had some money, but I kept them bongos, though. Yeah, ask my mother about it. She'd tell you I still owe her child support. That wasn't my fault, though. But, man, what else used to go on back in the day, man? I never really... I was never really the type to go out. I always stayed in, even if I wasn't in trouble. I guess I'm just an inside person. Or, as they would say, I'm an um, introvert. I didn't mind it. Hey, I stay in the house play video games or do whatever and if I went outside I went outside 
But it seems like some of the times when I went outside, it was to be grown, be managed. <laughs> I remember, uh, one, one day, uh, it was, I think it was a weekend. My, my, um, mother was out of town and I was staying, I was, I had the house with myself. And, um, there was these two girls that went to my school. One of them, she had a, she had a crush on my homeboy, Patrick. And so me, and these two girls, we went out, we went down to Patrick's house and the old girl, she was in there with Patrick and me and the other chick was in the other room and, and we started doing grown folk things. You know what I'm saying? And, and she, I guess, I guess she was years later. She told me that she was scared because it was her first time, but I didn't know. I just, I knew one thing. I knew I had to have a condom because when I was 14 years old, I was having sex and the condom broke and I didn't realize it. And then, you know, saying all them kids just went rushing. But, um, whew, thank God she didn't end up pregnant because I wouldn't be here today, boy. I would not. My mother would have killed me. And, um, but that didn't slow me down. I was still out there being grown because you always do the things that you can't do around your parents. You're doing when you're not around your parents. But yeah. But anyway, so then there was this girl, man. I remember, man, this is I remember um I used to go to Parker. I used to catch the bus. There was this one girl, man. I swear, I it's like I knew she hated me. It's like why was she always being mean to me or whatever? You kinda of found out she liked me and I was like, that's the, that's like the strangest way to tell somebody that you like them is by being an asshole. <laughs> like, who does that, man? We sitting on the bus, she pushing me in the back of my head or whatever. And I'm like, yo, stop. And it's not like I'm a deuce. I'm not like I'm gonna hit a girl. And so it's like, it just irked my nerves, man. But that's like my best friend now. So um, I let her tell her half of the story one day. One day I'm going to have to get her on the podcast with me. And um, we'll talk about some more of those days, man. It was it was crazy. We would meet up at the train tracks and just hang out, man. And it didn't take much to keep us entertained, man. Like going to the train tracks, just sitting out there, watching traffic go past train coming through you throw a penny or something on the track sort of and it smashed a penny or whatever and then you got this flat piece of metal wasting money but yeah i'm gonna have to think of some more of those days growing up and i come back with y'all man and yeah it was it was it was it was fun man it was something it was something different then I started going to church when I was about 16. And and from then, you know, I kind of been in the church. In and, well, in and out of church, but pretty much been in church since then. But um and this and this is coming up to what the thing that just bothers me. It's just I don't know why it bothers me so much. But I was um I went to see Someone get um, be baptized um, last week. I think it was uh, Tuesday. We went to see him get baptized, and I'm watching these, I'm watching these men and women and children as they go up there to get baptized. Thinking to myself, it's like 
that's got to be like so crazy that you're standing in front of these people and then they're about to dunk you in this water and it's like your heart has to be racing like 500,000 miles an hour. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, yo, that used to be me. I once I once was that person to stand up there, you know what I'm saying, in front of the whole church and, you know, confessing that I believe in Christ and everything. And like the atmosphere, the atmosphere was right. You know, they did praise and worship before, you know, people got their families there. And, you know, when they get baptized, you know, people start clapping. Some people didn't, they may have not had anybody that came to, you know, share that moment with them, but but they still went up there and they still had the support of everybody that was there. And I, and I understood, you know what I'm saying? I understood what, what family can be like. That's not blood, but you know what I'm saying? Just having people there. And I understood that, you know, it's, it's a part of people's lives where, you know what I'm saying? They, they committed to make a change in their lives. And this is the change that they decided to make. And I understood everything. I understood why they wore white. And it's like, but the thing that the thing that gets to me and and I'll end the show on this, the thing that gets to me and I don't think I ever understand it. What gets me is one of them kids didn't take a bath and they got in that water. Somebody gonna have a ringworm coming this week, and that's the reason why. Today's show is brought to you by Walk by Faith, Not by Sight Ministries for the Blind and Visually Impaired, where Reverend I.C. Penderhues is the pastor. They invite you to come and experience the full presence of God. You will leave with a fresh outlook on the world and see things from a different point of view. Because faith only comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Services are from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Sundays, 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Wednesdays during the midweek service. They'll see you there.